and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season four, episode 17, Queen of Hearts. And Kelsey, will you please read the episode summary? Sure. All right. Ellie starts playing cards for fun with Craig, Alex, Dylan, and other friends. However, Alex raises the stakes when she encourages the group to play with real money. Ellie joins the high-stakes game, but ends up gambling with her future rather than for fun. Paige has a secret affair with Mr. O and begins to wonder whether he has been telling her the whole truth. I mean, it's not really that accurate. Like, it's it's making it like, Alex is the big instigator, but, like, Ellie is the big instigator for sure. Yeah, Ellie was the one who was like, I know where we can make real money, and is, like, all about it until she kind of wimps out at the end and doesn't trust Alex. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, the YouTube, stop trying to make Alex the bad guy. She's for once not the bad guy. Seriously. Uh, but I think everything else was, like, fine, I guess. Yeah, the Paige and Mr. O stuff was fine. The Paige and the Poisonous Flower stuff was fine. <laughs> um, the song that this episode is named after, Queen of Hearts, is a 1981 song by Juice Newton. I have no idea who that is. Um, but I think the title is actually dead on this episode. Queen of Hearts is a card. Ellie's playing cards. A game that I do not understand, but Queen, the Queen of Hearts is involved. And we listen to the song. It's like kind of like jangly and like... It's very like <laughs> um, 60s pop music. Like, like early to mid-60s pop music. Like, no sitars or anything, but it is. It's, it's jangly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's fine. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what any of the lyrics are, so I don't know if they relate. But Degrassi, once again, just being real literal with the, uh, with to be the title. Fair, to be fair, the music video for the song, people are playing cards. So okay. I think it fits. All right. Know. It probably is a metaphor for something in the song, but... I feel like there might be a lot of card playing metaphors, but so I think it works for once. Good job, Degrassi. You were bound to get it one time. Um, Even a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I guess we can just get started. Um, it starts with kind of like a montage of Ellie getting ready in the morning. Yeah, I have a few notes on that alone. <laughs> First of all, why is she still sleeping on the couch? Why doesn't Ellie have a bed? She has this whole apartment. Why doesn't she have a fucking bed? Like, Sean didn't take it back with him. That wouldn't have fit in Jay's shitty car. <laughs> Jay has too many speakers to fit a bed in his car. And she wouldn't have mailed him the mattress. No, because she doesn't have, like, two nickels to rub together. Maybe um, it's too painful for her to sleep in the space with that she shared with Sean, but no. But that, they never but they, slept in the same bed. He always slept I on mean, the couch. They probably eventually did. I mean, I hope so, but maybe <laughs> not. I don't know. Maybe she just fell asleep there because she just fell asleep and didn't make it to the bed. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. Also, why the fuck is this ferret not in a cage when you're not paying attention? Like, it's not a cat. It's not a dog. It can't just like roam the house while you're not paying attention. I feel it's like it's a she, little weasel. I feel like she doesn't have a cage for it in the first place. Like I don't think we've ever seen it in a cage. We haven't. Ever. Ellie should not own a pet. No, no. Which I we mean, she's a child quickly. living by herself. 
there's no way that she should be owning a pet or taking care of anything else because she can't even take care of herself. Like she's, she has enough responsibility being a, like a 16 year old living alone. Like she doesn't even pay her own rent. Let's be real. But I mean, she's still like there caring for herself. So like, she really shouldn't have anything bigger than a house plant. She shouldn't even really have a house plant. Like, just live your life and, like, focus on, like, surviving until tomorrow, Ellie Nash. Even when Sean was there, they still shouldn't have had that pet. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I'm, I'm, like, honestly shocked that Ferret Bueller lived this long. Yeah, well, not for much longer, though, because then the landlord comes over and is like, where's the rent? Ellie's like, Sean always dealt with that. I don't, I'm sorry, I'm behind, blah, blah, blah. And then while they're having this conversation... Ferret Bueller chews on the lamp wire and gets electrocuted and dies. And then the theme song plays. Yeah, it's it's a fucking weird ass intro. Also, good job Degrassi casting on the like cliche scary landlord. <laughs> yeah, he's like bald and humongous and wearing a wife beater. I've never had a landlord like that. I've had a scary landlord, but it's never been like that kind of scary landlord. I don't even know if I've ever really met any of my landlords. I just deal with the super. Yeah. Well, my super was scary. My old landlord was like basically just an answering machine in an empty room like in New Jersey. But my landlord now is like named Moshe and like it's very <laughs> sweet. And like My landlord now is named Esther. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Ladies doing it for themselves, man. Can you guys tell that we live in Brooklyn? <laughs> Esther and Moshe. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, so Bueller dies. Um, and it, and she's like, Bueller. And I'm like, oh, this is bound to happen because you shouldn't be caring for a pet. No. But also, by Ferret, that's sad. But do we need to do an in memoriam? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Um, bye, Farrah Bueller. You were not long for this world, but you won't ever be forgotten. No, I mean, you've made three appearances, I think, in total, but I will never forget your name. It's a great name for a ferret. Great name. Great name. Also, I, I mean, we'll talk about you a little bit more later, but apparently you were Sean's baby. Which I find fucking hard to believe <laughs> very hard to believe <laughs> considering is. i don't think he wanted this thing in the first place he did not he actively did not but bueller the ferret goodbye goodbye good Sweet luck baby angel good luck in weasel heaven <laughs> <laughs> you're too pure for this world <laughs> uh but yeah so after the theme song jimmy craig Alex and Marco are playing this fucking card game Euchre. Mm -hmm. I have never heard of this game. Really? It's, it's, I mean, it's like a poker I'm sure it's type like of a thing. Common. It's kind of like an old lady game. Almost. Yeah, it sounds like an old lady game. It's like playing bridge. Yeah, like bridge or canasta or whatever. Yeah. Um, they're playing Euchre at lunch because um, it's like the new craze i guess apparently grassy. i don't know but i love alex being a part of this group this is actually maybe my favorite group ever is like these like five people and just like <laughs> being friends now it has it delights me it like brings me a lot of joy i like alex just being in groups in general like oh good i it's just nice to see her without jay nice to see her like in like a group of functional humans yeah who will actually like help her do things with herself ever since she like 
got her vice president role. She's been, I feel like she's been surrounded by like more positive people in her life who aren't Jay. Totally. And now that she finally has broken up with Jay, it's like she's now free to like hang out with these people and like probably have a little bit easier of a time. Yeah. Plus her gonorrhea surely cleared up by now. <laughs> so There you go. Everything's coming up roses for Alex. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Alex. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then while they're playing cards, this is when Ellie is like, Beulah Rashawn's baby, blah, blah, blah. Which is so fucking hard to believe because, like, he didn't want him in the first place. He was like, this is a terrible plan. He was like, what is this? I don't know what kind of animal this is. Be- is it a snake? What's going on? <laughs> it's not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Come some kind of snake? <laughs> um, good. <laughs> anyway, everything can always come back to a friend's reference, guys. Um, but then Ellie is like, uh, and I have to go to dinner with my mom tonight. And Craig is like, well, you should just like say there's a death in the family. Get out of it. Which like is a f- like it's funny, but that's a flawed plan because her mom is family (laughs) so she'll be like wait what (laughs) and then ellie's like uh dinner plus mom equals rent money which like alex's reaction was also my reaction she was like your mom pays your rent like (laughs) like don't be such a like i i understand not liking your mom but like you you can't be a whiny baby about seeing your mom and also like casually mention that she pays all of your rent yeah also, yeah. how is Alex's mom making, not Alex, how is Ellie's mom making money? Because we've never seen her at a job before. Mm-mm. And I know that if you're, like, if you're in the military, you make more money if you have a kid and if you're married. But I don't know if it's enough money to, like, support all of the mother like, and then also, like, Ellie separately. She must have a job because she's, like, by herself with this child. I think we just didn't ever see her at a job before because she was an alcoholic and like in the throes of rock bottom. Maybe I'm assuming I feel like if you check yourself into rehab and are going through the steps and you've lost your child, kind of like there might be some kind of checks and balances where like you need to get a job and start maybe like picking yourself up a little bit i don't know i might be making this all up i have no idea i don't know but we've never seen her at a job before so i'm like i mean granted like ellie's rent is crazy cheap for the apartment that she has yeah but it's also like canada Canada and 2005 so i don't know what the inflation values are on that and she's also probably like not in a big city they're like outside of toronto aren't they Maybe I bet apartment probably has to be outside the city limits if it's going to be that goddamn cheap. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I like I don't. Although, although it is more expensive than m- the rent that I paid in Missouri. Really? I mean, oh, that's right. You paid like stupid low rent. Although I was splitting it with other people. Oh, yeah. See, this is like her rent total. But also. 
I had a four bedroom, two story duplex that was a total of seven hundred and fifty dollars. Like my cut was one ninety three seventy five a month. Why don't this we live was in five Missouri? Years ago. <laughs> Why don't we live in Missouri? So I don't know. Maybe I believe it for whatever area she's in. We're getting like really into the nitty gritty of these details. I'm just really like I'm curious about her rent situation. Anyway, now we're in media immersion class, which I don't. Later on, we're going to talk about why I don't understand what this class is about. Because <laughs> I just fucking don't. But my first note is Paige's hair, though. Paige's hair it's good. looks great. Should we just go into Fashion Police now? Yes. So Paige's hair, great and flippy throughout the entire episode. The entire episode. episode looks great. Really good. I like Ellie's skull shirt in the opening scene. I think it's a Misfits shirt, but I, there's no like logo. I, just, like, I can only see the top of the skull part. I also like her skull and like leather jacket that she has going on it's a good look for her um i do not like Paige's like weird chihuahua shirt i think she's worn it before but it was like here again yeah her weird puppy shirts i'm not on board for um she also wears a pink fucking cowboy hat to the movies i was like did you borrow this from manny what's happening she definitely didn't because it's not bright enough to be borrowed from manny it is a baby pink rather than a hot pink it's still crazy it's still crazy um I like Marco's hair better when it's fluffier. Yeah, I wrote down Mark in all caps, Marco, your hair, no, to the middle part. Yeah. Because it looked really bad before he slept over at Ellie's house. Terrible. It's too flat on his head. It looked super weird. Oh, I hate it. It's a it. little too long and poofy right now. I, I kind of like it poofier, Well, though. I meant like when it was straight. Oh, yeah, it no. It was too poofy. That's too much. When it's it was kind much. of frizzy, it looked better. It did. Also, does Marco have an Invisalign? He definitely has braces. Okay. They're just like... It's not even Invisalign, though. It's just, like, the clear braces that people on TV would get, so you, like, wouldn't really notice it. It's the braces that, like, Niall from One Direction had for a while. They're just, like, the rubber bands across the teeth are clear, but you can still totally see that they have braces. I love that you know that Niall from (laughs) One Direction had braces for a while. I don't know why I know that, but I do. I don't know why you do either, but I (laughs) love it. Um, Um, Alex is beautiful. She is. I don't have a ton of fashion notes. I liked Paige's like flowery shirt. Um, that was nice. Mr. O it looks good, good um, which I hate. Mr. So. O has a goddamn, he has goddamn 90s hair curtains and I don't know what's happening. I don't know. I just, when he swoops it over to the side, it looks fine. It looks better, but like. When it's like literally like Sean Hunter hair. <laughs> well, maybe that's why I like it. I still have <laughs> a crush like on. Because it's like reminiscent of Sean Hunter. I still have, I a, crush still have a crush on Ryder Strong. Are you my kidding God. me? He's aged well, too. He's still hot. He's still very hot. Shouts out to Ryder Strong. Oh, and for sure. He ha- he's one of those guys that has a daughter with a boy name, I think. Is it a boy name or is it just like super hippie dippy or is it both? It could be both. I don't know, but he's still beautiful. I might Google it. Yeah, I you can Google. Feel like, I feel like I've like Googled him before and I was like, of course his wife is like some kind of like performance artist or something like that. But I don't know what it actually is. She might be a painter or like something I like that. She's a he has a podcast artist. all about like, it's like a book club podcast. It's I think really I've plugged cute. it before. I think you have. I like him a lot. He's Googling so Ryder Strong because he's beautiful. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know. I think she's an actress. Um, no, 
they have a son named Indigo. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> All right. So I was wrong. Entirely. Or Indy is his nickname. Oh, my God. Of so course, it's Indy. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Um. Anyway. Where did we? Where did, moving where right we the fuck along. I have no more fashion notes. Do you? Um. No, I really did not take a lot. Yeah, okay. I'm good. All right. So they're in media immersion. This is where we were. Paige's hair looks great. Paige and Hazel are both raising their hands. Um, Mr. O looks right at Paige and goes, Hazel. <laughs> and then ha- Paige does like a huffy face, which like, why? Just stop it. Um, and Hazel answers the question, whatever it was. I don't understand what the fuck this class is about. <laughs> um, and then Paige goes up to Mr. O like in the hallway because they're like not subtle at all. Fucking stupid. And she's just she's so dumb. And she's like making suggestive comments. He's like, I divide my time equally to all of my students. And she's like in the classroom anyway. And we're all just like vomit, 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 vomit. You are a sexual predator. Um, <laughs> and then like Manny walks by and then Paige all of a sudden is like, oh, thanks for helping me with. I don't even remember the stupid excuse. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. O, Mr. O was like, thanks, Paige, for helping me with this bulletin board. And Paige <laughs> was like, and thank you, Mr. Oleander, for um, agreeing to help me write my essay. <laughs> and then Manny is like. Yeah, real subtle. She says, like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, she says it's so obvious or yeah. something like that. Which is like, yes, Manny. Yeah. You are all of us in this moment. And I was like, why are you guys pretending in front of her anyway when you know for a fact she is at least the only confirmed person to catch you guys in the act? Seriously. And she clearly <laughs> doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, And the whole thing, like, this, this whole fucking, like shouting out like what they're doing is like yeah it's very casual well done <laughs> super good job guys covering your bases it's a super cool excuse i'm doing this thing now i'm definitely not having sex with a child that's what's happening oh my gosh <laughs> anyway i hate it um we're then we're at pay or er, ellie and her mom are meeting and Ellie is being very cold toward her mother and her mom is like, I really like I've been sober since you left. I've been going to group all the time. I'm therapied out, but I'm trying and I want you to come home. And Ellie is like, once she finally has her rent, she's like, um, actually, no, thank you. Uh, I can, you can probably see why I have a hard time trusting you. And in fact, after this month, I'm not taking any more money from you. I don't need you anymore. And then she storms off. So the thing with this is, like, I fully understand where Ellie's coming from. Like, she has experienced, like, some, like, serious shit because of her mother. It's going to be hard for her to trust her mother again. But also, like, it's, it's, I mean, as an outsider's perspective, it really looks like her mom is trying. And, like, not in a way that, like, Craig's dad was saying he was trying. Exactly. Like, it seems, like, very genuine. She looks kind of broken, Um, so it's like, so you, you understand where Ellie's coming from, but it's also like, girl, maybe like be a little nicer, stay for an entire dinner. Like, don't be like, cool, I'm going to come right home, but like sit for the entire dinner and try to like talk it out for a little bit. If you feel like you can, I don't know. I mean, I can see why she's still so mad and so she can't trust her mom still because of all the stuff that's happened, but 
And also, she's like 16, and she probably is still holding on to so much of the anger that she doesn't want to see her mom oh, well, she's getting better. Oh, she's angsty as hell. Yeah. That, like, she doesn't even want to give her mom a chance because she's still so butthurt, understandably, about, like, all the pain that her mom has caused her. So, it's understandable, but it's also kind of snotty. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's the end of that scene. And then we have Paige in her cowboy hat. Well, then we have the ferret funeral. Oh, right. Actually. I didn't She's even, like, I have to go meet Mark right now. I didn't even take notes on the ferret funeral because, like, that's how little I care about the ferret funeral. They, like, bury the ferret in, like, the forest. I don't know where they are. It looked like their front yard. <laughs> or her, yeah, like, some side yard of her apartment and, like, cover the grave with rocks and they talk and hug and it's... Like, it's, like, kind of, it's a very sad funeral. And by sad, I mean, like, oh, this is, it's kind of pathetic. <laughs> it's, it's a two-man funeral. And, like, for a the, ferret. For a ferret. It's like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> no. I was like, we could have skipped this bit entirely. I didn't even take notes because I'm like, well. I just wrote, this is a sad ferret funeral. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Paige and Mr. Oleander at the mall because Paige is like, we should go see the movies. And he's like, oh, it's a school night. She's like, I like school nights. Less of a chance of running into people. Wah, wah, wah. That happened in the hallway earlier. Yeah. So then they're at the mall. Paige is wearing that fucking hat. I guess as a disguise. I don't <laughs> think so. It, like, it looks more like she's peacocking. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, I don't... But why else? Why? Why? I just it's a don't terrible disguise. That. It's just disguising the top of her head. Especially because her boss, Miri, picks her out right away and is like, oh, Paige, these people canceled. I need you to work. And Paige is like, um, it's my day off. And Miri's like, want to make that permanent? Come work. And I was like, that's super unfair that's not really how jobs work no not at all like unless she was like on call or something but i don't even know if that exists in like the movie theater stand at the movie theater mall i don't think so i'm pretty sure it's just like you try to get someone in to cover yeah that should be the responsibility of the people who couldn't go but yeah, whatever. Whatever. Apparently, no, it's Paige's responsibility, which is fine because honestly, the more we can keep her and Mr. O apart, the happier I am as a person. Seriously. Because again, he is a sexual predator fucking a child. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, it's fine, whatever. And like kisses her on the cheek and leaves. Which and I was in like, public. in public. He well, they were already the going cheek. to the movies in public. Like they were probably going to make out in that theater. Well, like, yeah. Gross but people. like, they could, like, if someone happened upon them. They could just be like, oh, we just oh, we ran, ran into, into each, each other. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas with him kissing her on the cheek, like in public, not in a dark movie theater. Also, you stupid people. If you're going to go out in public to a movie, do not go to the place where you fucking work, Paige. It's ridiculous. It's But I feel like it's like the only movie theater in town. Also, like, apparently Miri already knows about her whole relationship because she <laughs> talks to her about it later. It's so stupid. But also, it's like I thought, everybody from Degrassi goes there. Yeah, well, they they only have so many sets, Holland. They're goddamn stupid. <laughs> they are stupid. 
Also, I thought her name was Mary for a long time. So seeing her name tag saying Miri, I was like, oh, it's not just Paige talking funny. Yeah, Miri. Um, so then she has to go to work. And then we are at Ellie's house. And Marco's there after the funeral. And Ellie's like, are you offering to stay? I don't remember what he says, but are you offering to stay? Nobody wants to be around me. Wah, wah, wah. And Mark is like, I'm offering. And then he starts teaching her euchre because he's telling her about how he plays with Dylan's hockey team, blah, blah. And it's like super cool or something. Yeah, whatever. And then I'm honestly so not invested in any part of this episode. It is so boring. And it's so low stakes. So low stakes. It turns out (laughs) like just I just could not give less of a shit. But I'm so happy to be back recording with you because it's been a week and a half. It's been a very long time. It's been a long time. So I'm excited to be back. But also, this is silly. Yeah. So he teaches her how to play euchre. I'm not following any of it. Because who cares? Um, And then the next day. I feel like this is like what my like immigrant grandfather used to play. Like in his building (laughs) in the Bronx. Sounds like it. Like, I'm pretty sure I spoke to my grandmother about this specifically. And she was like, him and all the other Hungarians would all, like, and Eastern Europeans would, like, get together and play Euchre. Like, I think that's why I know what this game is. Yeah, it's for grandparents. It's for grandparents. (laughs) It's for people in, like, the 20s who are like, we don't speak the same language as everyone else. Let's play a game. It's it's old Cards are the same in every language. I mean, are they? (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, the difference between numbers on them. Well, yeah, but like numbers in Asia are different than numbers here. Well, in like most like (laughs) romance languages, whatever. I'm just being. I was like paraphrasing the Mean Girls quote about how math is the same in every language. I know. I'm just being an asshole. I've missed. Glad to be back. (laughs) I missed you. (laughs) Never go to London again. I'm lashing out. I can make no promises to that. <laughs> I'm lashing out because I missed you. <laughs> this is how I show affection. Um, I feel very loved. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's the next day at lunch. Yep. Or, or before. Or I don't know when. Uh, they're playing fucking cards again. And they all make fun of Marco's hair. And Ellie like subs in for Marco. And she's like, what? I can't take your place. And it's like, fucking why? It, they're just, you're just playing at lunch. And they start playing and Ellie's like really good. And then the bell rings. And then they're like, and Alex is like, ugh, I have to go to French now. And then J- Jimmy's like, well, I, or he says, Je suis up for skipping. Yeah, I was just like, really, Jimmy? Je suis up for skipping. <laughs> you couldn't even do the whole sentence. <laughs> Maybe you should be in French class. <laughs> and then they like run around trying. And so then they skip school. And then we cut to there. We're back in media immersion class. And Mr. O was back to like lecturing and then he finally calls on page it's about like lying or something yeah she like talks about the difference between lying and like bias and he's like good job page then he like leaves a note on her desk it's like not subtle at all and then she reads the note and then he goes on to talk about why celebrities get married when When their albums are really out (laughs) so what the fuck is this class about i feel like he might be talking about like 
PR and promotion or something. I guess. I don't know. That's the only thing like in like how like but public like, relations and advertising are all like and are like I think it's like about advertising and okay. how like tying like a, like a big event to like something like that helps sales for shit. I don't know. I also recently when Brad and Angelina broke up, I also recently read an article Oh yeah, about I read like that a too. Law- who like a div- celebrity divor- divorce lawyer says like celebrities time their divorce announcements with other celebrities divorce announcements to like try to like make sh- all the attention not be on one couple. Which makes sense. I mean, it's interesting, but why is this a class in high school? Like I'm I'm so on board for anything that like kind of like shines a light on like any of the like weird like celebrity things that are like meant to like distract you and like make you buy the stuff and I get that like especially teenagers should be learning that because it's like so everything is so like orchestrated so that you'll spend more money on shit you don't need Mm -hmm. and I get that but why is this specifically a class at Degrassi right now? (laughs) I don't know maybe it's like Mr. O's weird student teaching class that he Maybe it's like a lesson plan, a specific lesson plan he is like working on in class. I don't know how teaching, student teaching works. I don't fucking know. It seems like more of like it would be a really interesting college course if it was more in depth. But this seems like it's so like the basics that it's like it feels disjointed. And like, why is this happening to me? I don't understand. I don't know. I hate everything Mr. O chooses to be. But then speaking of, um, it turns out the note was for he and Paige to meet in a fucking storage closet at the goddamn school to make out. And again, I was like, no, wrong place, wrong time. Why are we doing this at school? You almost got caught again because Ellie and Craig and Jimmy like wiggle at the doorknob trying to find a place for them to play euchre instead of going to class because they're like the coolest people ever skipping class to play fucking cards. And... It's, I don't know, it's it's fucking stupid. They're stupid. I'm not here for this. I'm ready for it to be over. And then Paige is like, why don't you just, like, let me come over to your house? Like, I want to see your private bohemian man lair or something gross like that. Which is, like, gross. But also, good point. Like, why don't you? And he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, Mr. O, are you married? Like, what's (laughs) happening? Like, that's the only reason that a boy would not let you back to their apartment. Yeah, I feel like a boy would be like, any chance to bring a girl back to my apartment to have sex, yes. You know, if, Unless if a I guy have a ins- dead body in there or yeah. something. No, if a guy insists on going to my apartment instead of their apartment, it's a fucking red flag. Like, it happened to my roommate, like, the, like a few weeks ago or something, and he came back to our apartment, and I'm like... He's married. Like that's what's happening. Yeah, he's, he's married, or he has, or he has like, or his lampshades are like made of human skin. Like those are the two options. Or he's ashamed of he's you. He's Ed Gein. He doesn't respect you. Either way, oh, like that's stupid. For fuck's sake. So then we are watching these nerds skip class. They, like, found the basement. <laughs> that's, that's a very good way of putting it. We're watching these nerds skip class. <laughs> to play fucking euchre. Whatever. They don't even up the stakes to play for money until the very end of this experience. And then, like, Craig gets all upset. I'm like, do you not know how gambling works? 
And then um, <laughs> I just wrote down in all caps, I do not understand this game because Ellie wins and she's like, they don't call these somethings for nothing. Like, I, that's like some weird euphor <laughs> I'm just, I'm so, I just so don't give a shit. I just don't fucking care at all. I'm like, okay. I don't know. You couldn't play normal poker. I know something that everyone like at least kind of understands. I don't know. And then, or like, I don't know, fucking whatever. But I didn't know that Ellie and Alex is the friendship that I needed. Oh, also the music that constantly plays <laughs> in the, the background. It's the entertainer. It's like some ragtime it's, shit. It's what is happening? like the ice cream man song. Yeah, like, no, I know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> It also is just giving me flashbacks to piano lessons because I had to learn how to play that song. And it was like one of the only ones I know how to play still because I don't know how to read music. I just memorize where my fingers go. <laughs> so I still remember how to play it. I I can't play the piano. I think I can do one song, but it's like the one where you just keep going like this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or like. Yeah, I can't. I, I played clarinet for like four years, though. That's cool. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> I played drums for a little bit. That was much more cool. <laughs> yeah. I was not good at them. I only still know how to play The Entertainer and Bohemian, or no, what is it called? Hungarian Rhapsody, not Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> um, I was going to say, can you play Bohemian Rhapsody? Because <laughs> no, that's I can't pretty play fucking that. cool. <laughs> I used to know how to play some songs from The Nutcracker, but I don't remember those. Anyway. Anyway. That stupid music's playing. And then Ellie is like, I like today's Thursday, right? I know somewhere where we could play for real money. So she's the one who's fucking raising the stakes, first of all. Um, but then I don't even remember what happens after this. Oh yeah, she and Alex are like, We're gonna go play. And oh, and then they Ellie like asks to Marco. Yeah, they about talk it. to Marco and Marco's like, Okay, well you have to host and like buy pizza and blah 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 and be able to play like fifty to sixty dollar hands and they're like, We can do it, it's fine. I mean, whatever. I just I don't even have an opinion. It's so I don't even I have so an don't opinion. Care. I'm not invested in the slightest. No way. And then we're in the gym where Paige and Manny are like folding the new spirit squad uniforms and Paige is confiding in Manny about how Mr. Oleander like won't let her go back to his apartment. And Manny's like, like, Oh really? Mm -hmm, that's shady. And Manny's making excellent points because yeah. she is speaking from experience. She like knows when someone, well now she knows when someone is hiding a girlfriend mm -hmm. and Paige is like, I mean, doesn't have a girlfriend anymore he did have a girlfriend but they broke up and then manny's like yeah that's what he told you which like <laughs> just like fair and manny knows i mean that's not what ends up happening but i would not have been surprised mm -mm. he is an adult fucking a child <laughs> um there's a weird power play thing happening here that i'm not crazy about i hate everything I also hate how when Paige was, like, describing him, how she's, like, and a hot yoga body, like, thrown in for fun. I was, like, Ugh. Bleh. I hate it. I hate it. And so the next scene, we're at this euchre party thing. And Ellie and Alex are, like, counting all the money they have. And they're, like, we're still short. And then Ellie's, like, wait a second. And pulls out her fucking rent money. And, and Kelsey and I were both, like, fucking no stop stop just like pay your rent like a person just 
children shouldn't live alone and have responsibilities. And she's like, $540. And then Alex at least is like, well, let's not use it all. I'm like, at least someone's like kind of being responsible, at least a tiny bit. But like still not really because they're using some of it in the first place. Yeah. Um, but then it was really sweet. Alex introduces, like, uh, Marco and Dylan come in with the, like, guys. And apparently Ellie, like, made, like, hors d'oeuvres. Because <laughs> they were like, they just came in. They already finished the something something. I was like, of course. Okay, you could have just, like, ordered a pizza for cheap. But fine. Um, and Dylan introduces the hockey team. And Alex puts her arm around Ellie. And she's like... This I'm Alex and this is Ellie, my friend, and we're gonna destroy you. And I was like, Aww. I'm so here for this. It was great. And then there's like a euchre montage with a fucking weird song playing that I did not understand. Mm-hmm. And like Ellie and Alex are doing great, they're having a good time. And then in between all this, Ellie is like, You should move in, you really should. Yeah, it'd be so cool. The rent's only two hundred and seventy dollars each. And I was like, Oh my god, if only I could pay that much in rent. Oh my god. So many of my problems would be solved. Oh my god. And then Alex is like, Oh yeah, no, like mom and abusive boyfriend. That would be great. But I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could swing that. And Ellie's like, Oh, this is when she's like, Well, it's only this much money. Or my mom doesn't even come around that much. I can just tell her that you're not, you're not even here. And Alex is like, oh, that must be nice <laughs> that your mom pays your fucking rent for you. Seriously. Um, Ellie, check your privilege. Um, but yeah, she's like, she's like, I just want like someone to live here. I just want to have fun. And Alex like gives her real talk. And, you know, Alex does not pull any punches. Because she's like, if you want fun, go to Wasega Beach and go live with Sean again. She's like, you know... I get that your mom is so terrible, but you know what? She's clean and she's trying and she pays your fucking rent. So either move back in with her or like live with Sean because I'm not just like going to be your last resort friend. Fuck you. Exactly. And I was like, fucking yes. Um, And then we cut to the movie theater. Paige is at work, but is waiting or maybe it's after work and she's waiting for Mr. Oleander to pick her up or to see her i don't really and remember she's what like the waiting for him was. to call and she's calling and calling and she ends up calling the phone company to like make sure her phone is working and they're like you called us and she's <laughs> like oh yeah good point and then miri is like did he stand you up and Paige is like he's not cheating and miri's like okay miri's like um he, no Paige is like he's not cheating on me if it's what you think and miri's like what i think i think that's what you think and it was like, boom, Mary with some wisdom. Mary gets it. And then we're back to the fucking euchre party. And they're like playing a really intense hand. And Ellie's like has put in all of her rent money now at this point. And Alex like wants to like go alone or whatever the shit that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> at first I was like, is she breaking up their twosome? Does she like have a good hand? And now... Ellie won't get any money or what? No, I don't think that. I feel like they explained well, earlier. No, no I, I get it, it now. But like I at the time, I was just like, wait, what's happening? And then Ellie's like, no, like, wait, that's my rent money. Blah, blah, blah. And Alex is like, fucking I you want to look at my cards like I have a good hand. It's fine. I'm a 100 percent or a thousand percent sure of my cards. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And Alex is like, shut the fuck up. And then she plays and she wins. And she's like, you got to learn to have a little bit of 
faith in people, Ellie, or like to believe in people or something yeah, it's, like I that. Yeah, I think it's, um, you really ought to believe in people more. Yeah. Which is like, boom, truth bomb. Yes. This applies to multiple situations in your life right now. Seriously. And so... And not El- just in a shitty, boring card game. So Ellie didn't fucking end up losing anything in the end. And it's like, well, then why the fuck do we care about this? Zero stakes. Anyway. Not a damn stake. Like, nothing. Nothing. Um, so then we cut to Paige knocking on Mr. Oleander's door because stalker Paige has found out where he lives and he opens the door and then she comes in and she realizes that his ceiling is leaking and he lives in a kind of a shitty apartment. And this is why he didn't want her to come over because he was embarrassed because somebody's toilet from upstairs is like leaking down onto his bed, which I'm like, dude, this is when you move your bed. Yeah. He's like, this is the third time this year this has happened. Like, why is your bed still in the same place? <laughs> it's so stupid. And she's, he was like, I don't remember what he says, but he says something about how he didn't want to like jeopardize their relationship. He was like, I guess all the glamour is gone from this relationship. I yeah. just, I want to punch him in his smarmy little beautiful face. And then Paige is like, you said relationship, so I get to stay. And then they kiss, and I threw up, and then that's the end of their storyline. Ugh. Who cares? They're um, garbage. Mr. O is a sexual predator. I hate it. I hate it. And then the next scene, Ellie has is at home. I think it's, like, still nighttime. It's, like, after the Euchre party. And she calls her mom, and she comes over. And I was like, I wanted to make sure you were sober enough to come over. And her mom was like, you're still testing me? What's happening? Which, like, okay, she deserves to keep being tested for a while. Yeah. And I I even wrote down, like, I feel like three months is still a little too soon. But, okay. Because then they, like, semi-reconcile. And Ellie, like, is like, I wrote this letter to my landlord, giving him my two months' notice. And I like, I need you to promise me that you're going to try to make it easier for me to trust you and no more drinking. And her mom was like, all that I can do is try, but I really want you to come home. And they kind of, it ends with Ellie being like, and her mom is like, I don't want to be alone anymore. And Ellie is like, neither do I. (laughs) Then the episode ends. It's a real bummer. I like Ellie's mom sober though. Yeah. She was not fun, not sober. Yeah, no, she was rough. Um, so, so that's the end. That's it. Um, who's your spirit squad captain? Mine's Alex. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Yeah, she kind of opened up Ellie's eyes a bit with some tough love, which is Alex's like trademark, I guess. It's her whole deal. And. Yeah, I loved the Alex-Ellie friendship. Alex was great the whole time. Oh, you know what? If you're going to do Alex, I'm going to do Manny. Okay. Because she's being a supportive friend for Paige, but she's also like, hey, maybe watch out because, you know, I'm not going to rat you out, but also maybe it sounds like he's cheating on you. Yeah. Both Alex and Manny are not sugarcoating things. No. And they're good friends. Yes. Um, Ship of the episode... I'm Maybe sh- Ellie and Alex. I'm yeah. shipping their friendship. Me too. Because I do not ship any of the romantic things happening in this episode. Hard pass. Or maybe Marco and Dylan, because like Marco's like, I'm playing with this hockey team, but I still love him. Whatever. It's great. Yeah. They're still in a good place. Totally. Yeah. I think I'm going to do Ellie and Alex friendship. 
with like a close second place to Marco and Dylan's relationship. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's just nice to see Dylan once in a while. He's so yeah. pretty. With his mop of a hair. Just beautiful hair. <laughs> um, moral. moral. Like, have faith in people. Give people second ch- chances. Um, I, I, I guess believe in people yeah, believe is in supposed people. to be it. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't have believed any of these people. Yeah. So, I don't clearly... Don't fuck your teacher. Yeah, don't fuck your teacher <laughs> is another one. Unless you're in college, then it's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> then it's legal. I'm just saying. I'm, it's probably still not healthy, but it's... Oh, no, it's not healthy, but... it's but, legal. But it's less gross. Yeah. Um, Let's read a YouTube comment. There weren't a whole lot of winners. No, they mostly sucked. Um, there was one from Jaden Perellis four months ago. It says Barrett Bueller's day off. <laughs> His eternal day off. <laughs> Forever day off. <laughs> and then there was one from Big Milk <laughs> F- five months ago that just says Manny gave Paige that from the other, from the former side chick to the other talk, which was funny i guess yeah i'm laughing more about big milk than anything <laughs> yeah. else yeah i did not notice that username before big milk um, oh buddy so we have a few things we have some tweets and then we also have some emails yes sorry i was distracted by other tweets <laughs> um We'll have stuff for next grapevine then so we have we have quite a bit because we've been away for a little while so, do you want to read the email and I'll read the tweets? Okay. So, we got an email a little while ago from Rebecca or at Bex Grace on Twitter. I believe she's been featured many times in our tweet section of the Grapevine before. But she sent us a very lovely email. It is very long, so I cannot read the entire thing. I'm just going to pick out what I found to be very important and amazing. Uh, which is a bullet point that begins thus so. Did you guys ever go to a Countdown to Degrassi event or one of those mall tours? Attached you will find a picture of me and my friend with the dreamiest man I've ever known, the one and only Jake Epstein. Fun story. Jake and Aubrey Graham, before he was Drake, Obbs, were at MSG, Madison Square Garden, I think in 2003, as I'm sure you remember, the end used to split Degrassi seasons by showing the first half in September through December and take a long-ass break before returning in the summer. It was extremely difficult and grueling waiting for the summer episodes. So between season three, part one and two, the end set up these events where two stars from the show went to major cities and got to meet with fans and preview like two episodes or something and then answer a bunch of questions. So as I was saying, Jake and Aubrey were at MSG. It was held in the lobby, not the actual arena. And at the end, they let us form two lines to take a picture with either of the boys. I think Craig was like my first TV crush after Simon Camden on 7th Heaven. So this was a huge deal for me, and I obviously went on Jake's line. Little did I know a decade later that Aubrey Graham would become Drake and be one of the most famous people in the world. I always do look back and wonder if I made the right decision because an old school pick of Drake would definitely make for a good TBT. 
I think you chose the right line. Um, she sent us the photo of her. It's amazing. I, I don't want to tweet it without her permission. So at Bex Grace, you should totally tweet this photo and we will retweet it because it's amazing. Just like tag us or something. So um, that we'll see it. It's amazing. Although I think we do follow you back on Twitter. It's incredible, though. He's a beautiful, dreamy man. Like, you made the right call, but old school Drake would have been a really good TBT. I mean, I think this is still a really good TBT, though, honestly. Yeah, he's he's so wearing pretty. a green shirt with yellow writing on it that says Camp Wanna Bee, but the bee is spelled like the insect and then there's like a picture of a bee on it and it's everything he's beautiful he's great hair um so thank you so much for the email it's uh, the rest of the email is amazing to the point where like Hollins and I texted each other and we were like <laughs> this is the greatest email um it's just very long it's just very long <laughs> and we have a lot to catch up on so I'm gonna read some tweets um I'm going to start with something from um Cool Ranch Luke <laughs> at dag with mark um and he says do you think jt used a king-sized condom because the penis pump actually worked or because he's james tiberius york king dork king dork for sure obviously like obviously king dork because (laughs) like those things don't work that's not real also he is the king of the dorks or maybe he just grew into himself i mean i I don't think that I don't think that secret option C is right, though. Let's not think about this anymore. (laughs) We also got a lot of tweets because Drake and Nina Dobrev at the AMAs together. um, And Drake was like... Nina and I were on Degrassi together. Because she presented him with his award. Yeah, and then he was like, Nina and I were on Degrassi together. It was like a whole thing. And he said something something about like how she's done well for herself or something like that. Yeah, it was really sweet. It was amazing. It made us so happy. So a lot of people tweeted us about it. A lot of people also just texted me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, let's see. Oh, um... Hannah, um, aka at Touched Pete, um, said or Touche D Pete. Look, I'm just saying. As Kelsey initially <laughs> introduced the handle, Twitter's hard, guys. Um, anyway, she let us know that the teacher, whose name we don't know ever, um, the Silver Fox teacher, Silver Fox, who's mean to Emma, is Mr. Perino. So that's good to know. The more you know. Oh, we got a funny um, response from Secret um, from at Resonant Pilot. Um, it said, watched the episode when I was 10, so it took years to figure out what's that, what was happening in that damn van. <laughs> oh, simpler times. Yeah. Oh, never forget. And then we also got a lot of stuff about the She's Too Young Lifetime movie because of Emma. Yeah, we got to watch that. I think Rebecca also mentioned that in her email. Um, but yeah, that's... We also have an iTunes review um, from One Little Spark. I believe One Little Spark has also tweeted at us before. Um, but you gave us no direction for who you would like to be shipped with. But Kelsey, I believe it is your turn to do the shipping. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to ship you with JT. Okay. So this is during the time period that uh, JT is hosting that like kids show. 
and you just landed a super sweet internship at a TV station in Canada, and they're going to, like, put you on his show to, like, intern and help out and, like, file paperwork and, like, run coffee errands and stuff. So you're getting everybody's coffee order, and, like, you go to get his coffee order, and he's, like, really nice, and you guys make, like, really serious eye contact, and he, like, just casually, it's, like, coffee order, whatever, and you bring him his coffee, and, like, later on in the day, he, like, hands the cup back to you, and he's, like, can you get me, like, one of those, like, refill, because, like, you know how at Starbucks you can get, like, a refill for, like, 70 cents or whatever? He's, like, can you just get me a refill, and you're, like, well, I could just, like, get you a new cup. He's, like, no, 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 this is fine, this is fine. So you take the cup, and you, like, leave to go to Starbucks or wherever, whatever they have in Canada, (laughs) Tim Hortons, um, (laughs) and written on the cup is his phone number because he's like suave like that (laughs) and you're like i'm like a few years older than you because if you're an intern you're probably in college and he's still in high school right i mean she could be in high school too to make him a little more age appropriate okay so you're also in high school that's what's happening now um so yeah so he gives you his number in the coffee cup and you bring him his coffee and you wrote down your number on the lid and then like you give him a second lid because that's like probably toxic (laughs) so (laughs) And he's like, like really appreciates it. And then you guys like go on dates and you make out a lot, and it's great. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> this is one of the few ones that doesn't involve a band. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying really hard to not do that every time. We have we have a a problem. It's there's, fine. There's also just a limited number of people to choose from. Yeah, because we can't ship people with shitty people. It's true because we like all of you guys. Yeah. So unless you, like, request someone that we think is, like, objectively bad, I don't know. (laughs) We just won't tell you we think they're bad. No, and we'll make them better for you. Exactly. Because we love you guys. Speaking of how much we love you guys, we were featured in Refinery29 today. So exciting. One of our listeners, Caitlin Riley, is... Shouts out to Caitlin Riley, who's awesome. She's an entertainment writer there, and she mentioned us in, like, their editor's or staff December picks and she mentioned us along with crazy ex-girlfriend which is also a funny show that I have not finished yet I like got like five episodes in but thank you so much thank you so much Caitlin I'm like honored to be in the same category as crazy ex-girlfriend that's amazing and like all the other staff picks that were included yeah there were so many good things on there too I know we were in the same group as Mariah Carey Mariah Carey was mentioned in one of the other ones and Ryan Gosling and Ryan Gosling Anyway, thank you, Caitlin. If you guys want to go check that out, that's on there. Look up Caitlin Riley because she writes good stuff for Refinery29. Yeah, we we tweeted out the article, so have at it. Um, But if you would like to be featured on the grapevine or just follow us along, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod on Twitter. We're also on Tumblr at whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. You can also... Uh, email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com and you can also message us on soundcloud i figured out or leave us comments on individual episodes if you have thoughts specific to one episode and you can also find us on itunes and if you're on itunes if you want a cool fan fiction written specifically for you um rate review and subscribe and if you leave us a review that is how we will craft a wonderful fan fiction 
And if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I am at Holland Tacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. And are you recommending stuff today? I mean, I will if you will. What are you recommending today? I don't know. <laughs> You've seen some great stuff. I mean, I recommend Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I was if you're in <laughs> London. I, I mean, d- even if you want to read the play, I don't know if I've if we've plugged that already. I think we did. We probably have. I don't know if you miraculously get tickets to see that. It's great. The effects are amazing. And I was very, very lucky to be able to see it in my trip in London. Um, but don't envy me too much because I had to pay a, a lot of money to see it. So it wasn't like winning the Hamilton lottery or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool. did see for free. So everyone can hate Holland's like a tiny bit. Hate me for seeing all the things. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what? I'll keep up this like Harry Potter theme going and I'm going to recommend Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Yes. Holland and I saw it together. On opening night. <laughs> On opening night at like 9 p.m. because we're too old for midnight <laughs> showing. <laughs> It was amazing. I loved it. We have jobs. We can't do that. <laughs> um, but it was amazing. So everyone go see that because it's so good. So good. So good. Um, all right. And that's it for us. Thanks so much, you guys. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.